Hey everyone, it's Julia, and you're listening to another episode of the Gray Area Consciousness Podcast. I seriously cannot believe this is real right now. For the longest time, I've been carrying around the idea of starting my own podcast one day. It actually sat at the top of my list of ultimate life goals and well, look ma, I made it, kinda. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. Vulnerability. According to renowned author and professor Brene Brown, the definition of vulnerability is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. What are some common things that come to mind when we hear or think of the word vulnerability? How about weak, sad, pitiful, pathetic, coward, just to name a few? Any of those sound familiar or resonate with you? Well, I'm here to tell everyone that vulnerability is the exact opposite of all of those terms. In fact, let's call them misconceptions because that's what they are. To me, vulnerability is the epitome of courage and strength. Now you may be asking, how is that so? Well, I'm going to share something really sensitive and personal with you all that'll hopefully paint a picture and serve as a clear example of what I'm talking about. At the beginning of last year, I went through an extremely traumatic experience that almost took my life and nearly broke me. By the grace of God, I survived this and came out of it so determined to live more purposefully and with greater conviction. I had an entire plan I wanted to execute, and I was ready to make it happen. I wanted to go back to school, travel, try new things, and basically do everything I've always wanted to or was afraid to do. Unfortunately, however, all of this came to a crashing halt when the pandemic struck. Barely a month later, and flipped the world upside down. Days and weeks would pass by, and I struggled to adjust and find my footing in all of the chaos. And then months passed by, and it became increasingly clear that this struggle was only worsening. As somebody who's diagnosed with depression, anxiety, ADHD, and CPTSD, my mental health was at an all-time low. Quite frankly, It was killing me inside, but that was something I was afraid to admit and accept. Everyone expected me to be this strong person, someone that can withstand the blows and manage the lows, but I was far from that, or so I thought and believed. At the time, it seemed easier to just suck it up and deal with it myself. The thing was... I wasn't really dealing with it at all. I was running away. I didn't want anyone to be worried about me or to be disappointed 
and that pressure consumed me. So what exactly came of this? A shit ton of suppressed emotions. Everything from sadness, frustration, confusion, to complete defeat with wounds and traumas left unattended. I internally accepted this defeat. But to admit that out loud and come face to face with my shadow self, I couldn't do it. I had to be strong. I shouldn't be vulnerable or weak. The culmination of all of this manifested in negative ways, and the pandemic was just the icing on the cake, the perfect breeding ground. I self-isolated frequently, gave up on my meds, and half-assed therapy. This whole time, I kept thinking and saying to myself, Why can't I be normal? What the fuck is wrong with me? Nobody's gonna understand me. I felt so horrible, so guilty, and so ashamed for feeling this way, and for all the traumas and past experiences I kept hidden for so long that I couldn't confront or even begin to talk about. I unintentionally pushed myself further and further away from everything and everyone I cared about, including the person I loved the most and just built up so much resentment. I wasn't me, the real me. Eventually, it all imploded and I completely lost myself. What I was left with was a whole lot of pain and broken pieces of me that I had to pick up and put back together somehow. The reason I chose to share this story with you is not to gain pity or sympathy, no. I want you to use the me then as an example of what not to do. What I mean by this is, vulnerability is not something to fear, but something to embrace. It took losing myself to awaken and make me realize that I needed help that I really needed to heal. I didn't want to hurt anymore. I had to find that silver lining. The pain and struggles became a catalyst for change and ultimately marked the beginning of my intense healing journey. It took a lot of balls to put my pride aside and seek help. It was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, but damn, am I so glad that I did to open up to family and friends, to lay out all my problems and traumas in front of my therapist and to talk about it, to look at myself in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah, you're dealing with some difficult, heavy shit, but let's work through it. I embraced vulnerability and welcomed it with open arms. It brought me closer to my loved ones in ways that I've always longed for, gave me the support system I really needed, and provided me with a huge sense of relief. Vulnerability takes courage, and courage takes strength. Vulnerability, in my opinion, is one of the greatest measures of strength. I'm not going to sit here though and tell you that it isn't scary or that it isn't hard, because yes, it probably will be. 
But there's something really beautiful about surrendering your ego, letting go of fear, and stepping into your power. The power that very much exists within you, regardless of your inability at times to realize or see it in your most difficult moments. In the face of adversity, we can often feel shame, for whatever reason it may be. And underneath that shame is the idea of being not good enough, of being unworthy. It's this fear of unworthiness that can really stop us from moving forward. That voice inside your head that's convincing you of that unworthiness is your ego. I can talk all day about ego, but I think I'm going to save it for a future episode. Let's discuss it briefly, though. There are two definitions I'd like to present. Ego, from a psychological point of view, is your self-concept who you think you are, who you think you should be, your beliefs, biases, desires, and fears, etc. Ego is also, from a more spiritual point of view, the veil of individual personality that bars you from having a universal existence. While ego has its purposes and can serve as a means of self-protection, it more so than not can be a huge detriment to our personal growth, our understanding of ourselves, and the connection we have to others and the world we live in. Have you ever asked these questions? What if I fail? Why is this happening to me? What if they hate me? What if I get it wrong or mess up? Why is this so hard, heavy, and a problem for me? Are those results guaranteed? If not, I'm not going to do it or risk it. I think it's safe to say that many of you answered yes to having these thoughts. Ego separates us from each other. It is blame, pride, resentment, anger, jealousy, materialism, intolerance, self-importance, self-denial, extreme and unrealistic expectations, and many other things. It keeps us in the past and scares or denies us of our future. It also tells us we are weak for being vulnerable, and that simply is not true. But why is vulnerability so hard? Why do I feel so alone struggling with it? The truth is, you're not alone. And the reason why vulnerability can appear difficult is because of the uncomfortable feelings we have to face. To feel vulnerable, to have fear, shame, guilt, disappointment, loss. Nobody wants any of that. So what we do to combat it is numb it with things that aren't good for us, like alcohol, drugs, food, and mask it in any way we know how just to avoid it. However, the reality of doing this is We cannot numb those difficult feelings or pretend it doesn't exist. Because guess what? It's just going to continue to build and fester and probably reach a boiling point of taking control of your life and putting yourself in an even worse position of feeling absolutely horrible. As humans, we try to label and give meaning to everything. So when we're feeling like crap and going through some shitty things, 
it's easy to fall into the cycle of self-deprecation, thinking the worst of everything that could happen to us and saying some really ugly, hurtful things about ourselves, that we're certainly stuck and will always feel this bad. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be scared, confused, insecure, or sad. Maybe a project or plan you've put blood, sweat, and tears into fell through. Maybe you feel so stressed out and miserable at a job you hate. Maybe you're having trouble finding a job and are doubting your capabilities. Maybe you're not doing so great in school. Maybe you're struggling with your mental health. Maybe you're dealing with a physical or emotional loss. And maybe you just don't know which direction your life should be heading in. The list can literally go on and on. Whatever it may be, it's all okay. Your feelings, experiences, and circumstances are more than valid. And most importantly, they do not dictate your worthiness in any capacity. You are not less than. And if you're a guy, identify as being really masculine or male, I want you to drop that machismo shit. Feel your damn feelings. Talk about it. You don't have to act all hard all the time. Your friendships can be more than cracking open a cold one with your boys and endless jokes. There's no room for toxic masculinity in 2021. You are safe. Everyone listening, you are worthy and deserving. And I just want to remind you that you're only one person, mentally and physically capable of doing so much. This COVID pandemic is certainly not helping anybody either. I know it may be hard to find the silver lining in these difficult situations we face, or perhaps we've somehow convinced ourselves that we must carry our burdens alone. But something that helps me keep going and has given me perspective is this. In order to understand what it means to know bad and feel bad, that means at some point we have known good and have felt good. We are imperfect beings, living a very real and human experience. You do not need to have your shit together or have it all figured out to be worthy of love, acceptance, and belonging. There's so much power, strength, and beauty in being vulnerable. I don't know exactly what you may be struggling with, but if you need help, reach out for it in whatever version it exists. Because by doing so, you're demonstrating your courage to be imperfect, to show up as your most authentic self, to release the fears holding you back, and to be willing to let go of who you think you should be in order to be who you really are. To allow yourself to be truly seen and in your most vulnerable state, to have faith and trust, and to love despite uncertainty or guarantee of the outcome, I believe it is a risk worth taking. Vulnerability is the path towards realness, belonging, happiness, and love. Please remember, you're enough. Believe it, breathe it, and live it. 
to have great compassion for others means we must have great compassion for ourselves. Be kinder and more forgiving with yourself. And this concludes episode one of Gray Area Consciousness. Okay, how many more times can I say vulnerability, right? (laughs) If anybody is bored and has the patience to count it, drop the number in a comment or DM. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my story and hearing what I have to say about the power of vulnerability. Starting this podcast and sharing something so personal to me, as well as being able to speak upon topics I feel really passionate about, I will have to say is one of my biggest acts of vulnerability. So thank you again for being a part of this journey with me. I hope you gain something valuable and feel inspired and less afraid to be vulnerable yourself. If you struggle with mental health, I encourage you to seek professional help if it is possible and permissible. There are resources available, which I will provide a link to in the description, and people that want to listen and support you, who I'm sure love and care about you too. I care about you, and I know you're doing the best you can. Be sure to subscribe to Gray Area Consciousness on your preferred streaming services for more episodes like these. Currently available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Anchor.fm. Give the podcast a follow on Instagram at grayareaconsciouspod, and there I'll be posting release updates and other cool content. If you have any comments and suggestions, topics, or questions for future episodes, definitely send a DM. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and be well.